If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If not, welcome back to another episode and thank you so, so much for the support. Um, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as Wife Mom Hustle. If you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to Legacy Builder, please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one. So now that we've got that out of the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to The Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legacy.co. That is Legacy, L-E-G-A-S-H-E.co, C-O. Enjoy. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. My name is Lori Richardson, and I thank you for joining us today for this special edition. Um, today, we are going to be talking about food and blogging and spices. <laughs> We're going to spice it up a little bit. Um, I want to introduce to you our special guest today. Her name is Candace. Candace is the owner and creator of Food Love Talk. She is a Midwestern-born and raised home cook that loves to eat. Food is her love language, and she loves sharing it with everyone that's on her blog and she loves to combine the two she loves family recipes and cultivating new flavors she's passionate about delicious meals food access and getting people comfortable in the kitchen so we want to welcome candace to the show hello (laughs) thank you so much for that warm welcome You are so welcome. We are blessed and grateful that you are blessing us with your presence here on the podcast. And we want to start with, of course, getting to know a little bit more about you and want to go into, you know, you sharing your story with us. Sure. So um, I always tell people I literally was raised in the kitchen. Uh, My mom cooks, my dad cooks, my maternal grandparents cook, paternal grandparents cook. So all I know is food. My dad likes to tell people that I fried my first egg at the age of six. Oh, wow. And that that was it after that. Um, But really, it was not only that, but, you know, my grandparents had a garden. So I was able to participate in working with them in the garden. So, you know, I picked the green beans. I picked the greens. I shelled the peas. I, you know, put the stuff in the compost bucket. All of that stuff was a part of my life. Um, So that's kind of how I really got my start in food. Uh Uh-huh. It wasn't until um, after after college and probably um, right before I got married that I really, really delved in and really, really um, started kind of making it my passion. Like I said, I've always cooked. Like that was one thing you were going to do in the Boyd house. You were going to cook and you were you were going to be able to feed yourself. Um, so but really in terms of making recipes my own and blogging, I started my blog in 2013. Mm-hmm. And it literally just came out of someone asking me like, hey, do you have a recipe for this? Or I know you cook. Can you send me a recipe for that? And it just kind of literally just snowballed. Wow. <laughs> so um, through, through the years, I've been able to um, get some national placement. Um, mm-hmm. I did a, a cooking channel show. I've done pretty much a lot of all of the media in Indianapolis. 
I have a monthly segment on um, indie style. So it's, yeah, it's just kind of, it's become my other baby, so to speak. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you said that people pretty much were like asking you about recipes all the time. So that's where yes. you kind of were like, well, you know what, let me just start putting these recipes together and sharing them with the world. That is literally how it happened. It's just like, okay, I know, I know that people want to know this information because I'm getting all these questions. Like, uh-huh. for instance, you know, how do you make greens? Well, you would think, you know, that's something that everybody knows, but no, because we all aren't raised the same. And we right. all eat the same. And you know, all of our cultures are different. So, you know, how can I help you with that? Well, let me share this recipe. And that's how it started. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, you said you started your blog in 2013. 2013. Okay, so now you've been going seven years strong. So, like, what are some of the things that you have been able to do to continue on with the journey for so long? Yeah, so I started out basically just in um, recipe sharing, recipe creation, um, then I have, I delved into food education, working with kids and senior, senior adults has kind of become one of my favorite things to do. So I started, um, doing a little cooking class with some students at Broward Pool High School before it closed. So I was there and, um, actually when it was the junior, senior, it was all different things. It was like six through 12, which was crazy mm-hmm. to have all those different ages in one school. But I did that. And then I did um, cooking classes with the Flannery House Senior Community. And then I also have um, a cooking club at one of the local CFI schools here. So food education kind of mm-hmm. just jumped out at me. People were asking me, well, hey, my kid wants to get involved. How can I do that? You know, I don't know. Is it safe for them to be in the kitchen for me? And I'm just like, absolutely. So I developed a course for that. I'm with Flanner House and with this one of the CFI schools and then um, went branching out into event hosting and moderating mm-hmm. um, and combining my love for food justice and food access. A lot of people don't know that Indy is one of the largest food deserts in the country. Wow. Um, so it was one of the things I wanted to highlight with my work. I mean, just in terms of a way to give back mm-hmm. and to share just like, hey, look, this is what's going on in your city. Yeah, you see all these houses being torn down and all these, you know, new neighborhoods sparking up, but this is what they took away so that you could have that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, when the double eights closed and when the Kroger store started pulling out, um, that really kind of jumpstarted too, because I also, I worked in marketing for one of the largest grocery retailers for 11 years. So that's kind of okay. where that background came from. Okay. So it's, it's all kind of come full circle for me. Yeah. You know, I, I did that grocery work and and I'm marketing to people, you know, trying to get them into stores, but then I'm also seeing them pull out of communities that need them most. Right. And eventually it's just like, I can't see that. I just can't see this anymore. It literally would make me sick to, to find this out when, you know, I would see a store come up for, you know, a remodel who didn't need it. But, you mm-hmm. know, the community store that's been there for 50 years is still, you know, hanging on with five old refrigerators and all that Aww, stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's the stuff like that that really just kind of delved my passion and made it grow. Okay. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I guess a lot of things that women who are, I'm sorry, let me take a step back. So Candace is a mom as well. Yeah. (laughs) So so building this business and being a mom and being married and um, a lot of the listeners want to know, like, how do you do it? Like, how do you take the time to be able to like manage home and manage your business and some, even some with nine to fives um, who wanted to start businesses? Like, how do you do it all? Yeah. So one of the biggest things is going from 
being a married mom to a single mom was a big change. Mm -hmm. Um, but also having a partner that really, um, Eric and I co-parent really well together. And so the, the backbone of my business has always been the forefront because again, I had this business before I had my daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, incorporating that, just being able to, um, say, Hey, look, look, I've got an event. I know this is not your day, but can you please switch with me? Like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A shared calendar. We have a shared calendar that we use. And I, it, I don't want to say it's Bible, but if it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nice. But, you know, that having the tools that you need, you know, to say, say, hey, you know, I know you have this, you know, so I can switch with you. And just being open and being honest and transparent. Again, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to be all up in your partner's business, like your co-parent's business like that, but mm-hmm. just say, Hey, you know, if they know that, you know, you're working your nine to five, plus you have your business, you know, and you have your kid and you may want to have, you know, a moment of, you know, sanity and self-care to yourself, uh-huh. be honest about that. Right. So being able to juggle that all and to say no. Okay. There are a lot of things that, you know, for me, putting my daughter to bed is a big deal. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, I rarely take an event that is going to come into in, in her bedtime if it's not my day or weekend with her. Okay. So if there's something that's going on, a lot of these, you know, after work things, of course, you know, pre-COVID, a lot of the after work things start right at five o'clock. Well, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, you know, I have a nine to five that I work Monday through Thursday, but I'm not going to miss bedtime mm-hmm. just to go to your networking event. Mm-hmm. like you know or you know if, if I can come late I will just mm-hmm. just being able to to say hey you know yeah I support you or maybe let me share this online versus yeah. coming yeah because again support looks different for a lot of different people mm-hmm. and so being able to juggle that is something that I really pride myself on because yes I am a mom and yes I have a career too but I also want to have time for myself too right so it's, it's right. all it's all these things that encompass you know when you're a business owner and you're a mom and it's all these things so uh-huh. saying no is probably one of my biggest one of my biggest caveats that's awesome. I, I am queen of the no <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome so you take back your time with of course you know setting up networking around your schedule having a calendar which is key Absolutely. And saying no. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and people think, you know, oh, well, this person will hate me. And mm-hmm. It's like, first of all, people don't care like we really think they do. Right. In right. terms of like, yeah, you know, if you reach out and say, hey, you know, I, I love that you're having this event, you know, at 530, but I have to get my kid from school and, mm-hmm. you know, I really don't like missing bedtime. People are understanding, mm-hmm. but also too, like, yeah, they care that you reached out but so many people are going to these events they Mm -hmm. they are not going to miss you maybe just say send a note send an email hey i'm sorry i missed your event right you know please look at me for the next time Mm -hmm. so at least you're responding back and you're saying responding back thank you um thank you for inviting me please don't stop and that's another thing too a lot of times people stop inviting you to events when you don't come to one or two and it's just like well here's look at when you're having this event right (laughs) you know (laughs) Is this a is this a family focused time? Is right. It, you know, so right, and you know what? I think pre pre COVID, for me, in my experience, I feel like people were um, like, oh, you know, she can't never, she can't come, so the, the events and the invites stopped coming. But I think now with COVID and everything going on, people are becoming a little bit more understanding now. Absolutely, and absolutely, and mm-hmm. they're seeing that there are different ways that we can connect. 
Right. So maybe your networking event doesn't happen at the local bar, but maybe it's a Zoom virtual networking event. Right, right. I mean, because right now we literally are at home, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. we, we may not necessarily, I can't maybe stay for the whole hour of the networking event, but let me hop in for 20 minutes, say, hey, you know, right. share some emails, you know, get in the chat and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's like that. I mean, again, just like you said, don't, don't let the invitation stop coming. We still want to be involved. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think people try to check your calendar for you and it's right. like, no, you can't do <laughs> that. No. Like, no like, don't think that just because I'm a mom, you know, and, you know, and I work outside the home and inside the home that mm -hmm. I don't have the time. Still mm -hmm. invite me. Still, right. Still, if you're at the table, I want to be at the table too. Right. So. Right. I just grab a little piece and to go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> just let me get my to go back, please. <laughs> that is too funny. So, okay, going back to your business. So I know, of course, you have your blog. And then what kind of other things or other streams of income have you added to your business aside from your blog? Absolutely. So um, through the blog, not only do I do um, the recipes and I also I work with brands and um, I do collaborations that way. Mm -hmm. But I also have a spice line that I, that I created, which was right around the same time that I created my blog. I have a spice line okay. that I, um, that I sell directly from my website, but I also have contracts, um, hotel contracts with, um, Chef Oya the Trap here in Indy, which is a seafood restaurant. Okay. I sell my spices at Goose the Market. I mm -hmm. also, um, have spices, um, that are going into another bodega here in the city as well. So mm -hmm. that's one in stream, but I also hold events. Okay. So um, I'll do uh, private dining events for groups of people. I also um, will do like a intimate dinner. I just did a literally right before COVID, I did mm -hmm. a one-on-one -on -one cooking course with a couple for Valentine's Day. So nice. I do that. Okay. I do consulting. So I'm in, I'm in the gamut. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, whatever ways I can make food my portion and bring it to the masses, that's what I do. Okay, nice. So pretty much you started with one idea and then you were able to create multiple streams of income from that yeah. one idea. Yes. Which of course is your passion and your talent. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. And then, oh, I forgot. And then I also have my um, <laughs> chef wear line. I have a set of aprons. Okay. That I also have on my website too. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. So, um, how how were you able to get your spices into these stores? Okay, so um, when Chef Oya opened up her restaurant, she reached out to me because she knew I had a spice line. She's like, I want you to create a spice for me to use specifically on my seafood. Okay. So out of that, that is how I started wholesaling the spice line with her. And I also, they, another restaurant, um, Missing Brick here in Indy, they use it as well on the trap pizza. Okay. So that was one way to do it. Um, in terms of wholesaling, I reached out to a couple of small businesses here in the city that I knew did artisan brands, a small mm -hmm. batch. Mm -hmm. I just said, hey, if you have space on your shelves or a, a little brand like me just trying to get my name out there, I would love to be able to be in your store. And boom, just kind of networking. Um, mm -hmm. I always tell people when I started, when I started my blog, I was still working in marketing. And businesses who I would reach out to would not answer me. Wow. And so, yeah, it literally was me pounding the digital pavement, okay. just trying to get my name. I mean, I networked my butt off. I literally wrote every media outlet that I could. Hey, do you have space for, for me to come on and talk about a recipe on your show? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I networked my butt off. That's how I got into the places I was in. Nice. And two, word of mouth. People, you know, discount word of mouth, but when you have a good product, 
and people can share about it. People can reach you when you're mm-hmm. a business and you don't have a private Instagram, like stuff like that, like right. being visible. Okay. Those are ways that I just kind of put, I literally just pounded the pavement. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So that also pounding the pavement led you to segments on what food network. Yes. So, um, I got, I was reached out to by one of the casting uh, directors. They saw something I think I did maybe on, um, wish or WTHR and they reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, local TV stations there in Indiana. Yes. Local and being, being intentional about the hashtags that I use on social. Okay. And what I embed into my blog, every single blog post that I write, I put Indianapolis food blogger as a subtitle of the post. So when you Google Indianapolis food blogger, my site is going to come up. Nice. So it's stuff like that, that people, you know, they may not necessarily think about in terms Mm -hmm. of trying to how to build the hashtags that you use Mm -hmm. drilling down into directly to your city, to your niche, like stuff like that is Mm -hmm. really how you get your name out there. And that's just what I started doing. I just, I researched, I talked to mentors and people that have been in the digital game for a very long time to say, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, give me some tips and tricks. And I've taken, you know, the the online classes just to learn more about social media marketing Mm -hmm. and all of those things that, when you're coming up, you don't necessarily think it's going to really benefit you. But now right. I look back here, social media has been around now 15 years and right. it's nowhere near like what it used to be. Right. Right. So and now of course everybody how. is on it now. So and everybody's on it. <laughs> all everybody the work that you case. put into it, it's still there and now it's being brought to light. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. That's great. That is great. So from here, um, where do you want to take your blog, your business? Like what are some of the next things that you guys, that you have coming up? So, um, so right now, um, I am a moderator for Indie Women in Food, which is a collabor- a huge group of women that collaborate and talk about food justice, issues that affect the women in the food industry. So I moderate that with um, a good friend of mine, Tenoria Askew. Mm-hmm. Um, her and I have a group called Black Girls Eating, which is on Instagram. And we are working on a little project here to just kind of highlight more um, businesses in indie and but but not just indie but you know all over the world mm-hmm. with this black girls traveling the world eating good food talking about what matters to us um eventually i am going to get back on the food network um, i don't know how <laughs> claim <but> it <laughs> you hear it she's getting back on there <laughs> i'm going to get back there um so that, and then um, I'm actually um, working on another um, line of um, something to retail. I'm thinking about a line of teas. Oh, nice. Okay. Of handcrafted teas, just because I, I'm a tea drinker and I okay. love tea. So again, everything that I do is because is because I like to eat and because I like <laughs> to indulge. So like with my spice line, like I, I always say bland food won't prosper. So that's kind of how, you know, spices came to me uh-huh. um, with my aprons. I always, I like to be hands-on in the kitchen, but I don't necessarily want to get dirty. So that's right. kind of how the aprons came, came about. Yes. Um, so with the tea, I like, I like to drink tea. So thinking about that okay. um, and just kind of bringing something different to the masses and then expanding what I do in terms of, um, connecting with people with food mm-hmm. so maybe some coaching maybe a little bit um uh, uh, more events that's kind of where I'm going for 2021 because 2020 is a wrap yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet though it's not over yet <laughs> yeah I think 2020 everybody's had to step take a step back just take a Absolutely. step back mentally physically you know emotionally just you know get it together 
stay healthy. And then we're like, okay, let's get this, you know, get it going. So absolutely. Awesome. That is awesome. So for, of course, for women who are trying to figure out what their talents are, what do they want to do with their talents, how to build a business, like what is some advice that you can give them um, like to just get started? Okay. So one of the first things really is to, if you have this idea, number one, you have to know that you were created with a purpose on purpose, nothing about your life is wasted. Right. So there is something that has been gifted to you to, to not necessarily maybe always share with the masses, but there is something that you have to pour out, period. You've been given that. There is something in you that you have to pour out. So even if it's just you're ministering to people on Facebook with a, with a kind word, that is something that you were given specifically for this world to have. Um, so starting is literally the hardest part. Mm-hmm. We always think that we have to have all the ducks in the row, mm-hmm. everything, all the money behind us, right. everything in order to start. And it's like, no, if you just start, that things will come. I, right. I am a living witness <laughs> that if you just start, mm-hmm. it will come. Right. And that's one thing. Get intentional. Write down, number one, write down what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Ask God, God, is this, is this where you want me to go? seek your purpose like you seek those shoes you want seek you know mm-hmm. like you seek out for those shows you want seek your purpose and God right. will give you that you know talk to God I talk to God like God is a girlfriend because that's mm-hmm. how I feel because mm-hmm. I'm like God I don't know about that but what you think like that's how I, that's how I really talk to God yeah. it's also hey how am I supposed to connect with people God's like you connect with people with food with music you bring mm-hmm. people together so mm-hmm. I know that that's a part of my passion how mm-hmm. can I okay, God, how can I bring people together? Okay, you right. bring people together with food. Mm-hmm. So number one, ask your purpose. Start, get intentional. Make a vision board. Mm-hmm. Write down mm-hmm. your intentions, all of these things, and then have someone in your life that will hold you accountable. That. Right. That's right. So get you a group. And it may not necessarily be people that you think it's going to be. It may be people outside of your normal circle that are really going to challenge you right. to push you further exactly i mean really it just it takes it takes having someone that can look at you and say girl you know you're being lazy mm-hmm. get off your butt exactly get this project out that's you right. know because a lot of times our friends can see so much more than we can see because we're looking at it with our blinders on right and you know our friends can pour into us and say look i will i really benefited from you when you left this prayer in the prayer group Mm-hmm. How about you write that devotional you've been sitting on for five years? It's right. stuff like that. Right. So get you a group of people that are going to pour into you, cover you, and correct you. Awesome. Awesome. That's right. Yeah. And then just and, and research. Research mm-hmm. your niche and mm-hmm. research, you know, yeah, there may be 500,000 other people that do are doing what you do, but nobody is going to do it like you. Exactly. That's right. That's right. So, again, awesome words. Awesome words. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome things to know. I hope y'all take those notes and write them down. Go back and rewind if you need to listen to those again. Because again, it's like she said, it's the hard work that keep having people keep you accountable. And number one, talking to God, talking yeah. to God about it. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, we are going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, can you tell, tell our listeners where they can find you? 
Absolutely. So the website is foodlovetog.com. I am at foodlovetog everywhere on social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I definitely connect with anyone that follows and shouts out. So please um, get with me. I would love to talk to you about food, love to find out, you know, stuff about you, love to share recipes with you. Please reach out to me. I'd love to connect. Awesome. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Thanks for listening. Until next time.